Praise the Lord from Pastor Strader at Lighthouse Church. Thanks for connecting with us through our podcast. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you as we try to reach, equip, and mobilize Jesus' name disciples in Apache Junction, Arizona, and the surrounding region. Enjoy today's podcast and come back often. God bless you. We love you. Everybody in here, if not married yet, will be soon. So let's go this route. Everybody that's not married that's going to be married needs to marry an Abigail. Everybody that's already married, I'm sure you already have one or you wouldn't marry him. Married her. Not him, her. Sorry. But what stuck out to me the most about Abigail was she broke the ice and made you think twice about what to do and how to do it. But the husband that, ha- that she had was empty and didn't want to listen. I don't want to be that person. But I also, I know I have an Abigail, and I hope the ones that are not married do get an Abigail. Because if you don't know Abigail, <clears throat> ask Sister Angela for the message last night. We don't have on Facebook, but we do have it recorded. That is a powerful message that I've never heard preach. Pastor Sanson, that was on point, the right timing, and what we needed at the time. It's, I mean, I, got, I feel the Holy Ghost just talking about it. It's, it's, it's powerful to me. It set, it set something up, and the way this service has gone, the way this service has started as of last night, I was nervous. I'm nervous. I'm going to let you know. But I knew I was on point, and I knew what God had for me tonight. I was where I needed to be. What we did last night, <clears throat> how we came together last night, God redirected me um, Thursday night. I was going and I was ready, but he, re- he redirected me a different direction. Um, so I told pastor, I said, man, he, I said, he, he pulled one on me. He got me. So I was, then I was twice as nervous. But I felt it today in the Holy Ghost that what I'm about to talk to you about, I believe all of us need. And I believe it's of God. If you stand, I'm not going to keep us very long, hopefully. I said that last time and I preached 45 minutes, so I do apologize for that. <laughs> In Psalms 133 and 1, we're going to go. Sister Angela, can you pull up our um, men's retreat slide real fast? This is not even, this is something I was even planning on doing. But on this slide, this is what we had out, and this is what we advertised. This is what, I, this is what God gave me. It's dwell in Psalms 133 and 1. I wasn't even going that direction, but God turned me back to that, that scripture, and that's where I'm going to go to today. In Psalms 133 and 1, it says, A song of decree of David. Behold, how good, how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. You may be seated. Put the title up. Dwell in unity. Last night we dwelled in unity. Last night unity was here. Last night we all dwelled together. And I believe where I'm going today is going to help some of us maybe that are new or maybe that are old in this gospel But no matter how long we've been in this, no matter how long we've been a part of this, it could be from one day to 60 years. 
We still need this. We still need what we have today, what we have here today and last night. We need this. This keeps us together. This keeps us a part of each other. This keeps us lifting one another up. I wrote down something that was on my mind before I go into Scripture. I wrote down something that was on my mind last night that God gave me. And, it said, and I put down that unity is not where a group of people that want to cause chaos that's not unity there's all kinds of different scenarios out here that's in the world that are going that we have that they say they're unity because they're all together causing chaos that's not what unity is that's not what god wanted unity to be if that was the case god would not what love means because we're all adults in here the for what love is love brings unity but the world describes love as a whole different perspective of what they think love is. Love to them is sexual. Love to them is different. Love to us is what God did for us hanging on the cross. And I believe that if we are going to have unity and we are going to dwell together, we got to love one another. we got to love our brother. we got to love our sister. we got to love the people that are here for us today. We're going to go to where <clears throat> Jesus and brought the disciples together. And they're all together as one. I was going to go a different route, but God just turned this on to me whenever I was down there. So it's not even in my notes. But there's 12 of them. We had one that sold him out. But what's crazy is he portrayed to be in love with Jesus, but he was. But do you know what changes him? Some silver. We don't want, as, as a church, as you, when you go home to your church, you go back to where you go to church at, <clears throat> don't sell out for a little piece of silver. Don't sell out for whatever your friend wants you to do. Don't sell out for what you think you might want to do. Because the devil's been in the back of your head, in the back of your mind, just telling you, it's not going to hurt nothing. It's just one little breadcrumb. Well, that breadcrumb's going to lead you right out that door. But when we dwell together, when we come together, when we have each other's phone number, when we have each other as a friend, that breadcrumb could lead you right to them or them lead you right to you because they know you're in need. They know you need something from life. They know you need something to be picked up. You might be depressed. You might be in a situation where suicide is where, you, is where you're going. Don't let the devil tell you that. That's not the way out. The way out is coming together, coming to church. It don't have to be all men. It could be everybody in your church family. It could be anybody that's going to be with you together and help you and lift you. When we go to Acts 2 and 1... I'm going to read 2 and 1 down to about 2 and 6. And it says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all one accord in one place. Yes. And suddenly they came and sound from a heaven of a, a Russian mighty wind, and it filled all the house. It didn't say it filled one person in the house. It filled all the house. It filled all of us together. 
The Holy Ghost is not prejudiced. The Holy Ghost wants all of us. He wants every bit of us to submit to, submit to him in full. Not half, not a little bit, but in full. And they were all, all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling. I highlighted dwelling because they all dwelled in Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. He's not prejudiced. He wants everybody. He wants to reach out to every little town, every little city, every little crevice in this world, not just the United States, but everywhere. Peter was preaching this, and he was on point. But God, Jesus, was in everything that was going on because he knew what was about to happen. He was going to be sold out for a little piece of silver. But you know what he did? He still loved Judas. He still loved him. He didn't tell it was him. He didn't say nothing. Nobody didn't say nothing. All he told him, he's going to, get, he's going to be gone. So get ready. You have to remember, sometimes you have to get yourself ready because that next person might not be there to pick you up. But you do always have somebody to pick you up. All you have to do is ask. All you got to do is get on your knees and talk. He'll talk to you. He'll respond to you. All you have to do is listen. I heard something back a few months ago, and I never, I've never taken it out. But I heard somebody preach one time that just because you're hearing something, a voice in your head, don't mean you're crazy. <clears throat> Sometimes you're hearing a voice and you think it's yourself and you're beating yourself up because you think it's you. But it's actually God. If it's a godly thing, God's telling, trying to tell you something and direct you the way you need to go. Don't back up. Go forward and listen to what he has to say. Because he might direct you in the way you need to really go. We sat up here and there's, there's healings. There's miracles that have been going on. That can happen here. Happened this morning. And, I, and I'm going to go one step further and say it already happened, as Pastor said. It already happened. But we have to receive it and listen to what God has to say. We need to just be aware of what God has in store for us. Because dwelling together as men or as a church family, it can go either way. The unity of one another, the brotherly love of one another, the backbiting can't happen. We, we can't have that. we got to have each other. Last night, people praying for people on their knees. There was people in here praying for people. That, and you're right, Pastor. That I seen, Adrian, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I seen Adrian going from one to the next. That's powerful to me right now. Because that tells me that we were in the Spirit and we were listening to God as one, as whole. That's all it takes for somebody in here to get the Holy Ghost if they don't have it. That's somebody in, that needs to be revealed, to be helped. Maybe they're going through something that we don't know they're going through. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they're just hurting inside and they don't know how to deal with it. All you need is God. You can come up here at any time and get prayed for. We'll pray for you. It don't matter how long this takes. I, I'm not in a hurry. 
I will respect your time, but I'm not in a hurry if God wants to move and take over and do what he wants to do here to heal somebody. If you haven't came up here and you want to be, you want to be prayed for, we'll pray for you. But you have to be, know that we're together and we're going to be in one mind and one accord. Because that's what happened in the Bible for everybody. It came down like fire. The Holy Ghost was strong because they listened to what God had to say. I'm going to skip down, and I, I had the whole thing, so I'm not going to do the whole thing, Angela. So I'm going to skip down a little bit. When we get into Acts 2 and th- uh, 32, it says, And Jesus hath raised up, whereof we all were witnesses, received of the Father of the promise of the Holy Ghost. We hath shed for, forth this, which ye know, but you know now, see and hear. For David is not ascended into heaven, but he is saith himself, The Lord said unto the Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make those foes the, thy footstool. 36, Therefore, let all the house of Israel. It says all. It says all. It don't say one. It says all. It says all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. In 37, it says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, the rest of the apostles, men and brethren. So that tells me there was more than just the disciples there. There was men and other people there. What shall we do? And knowing Peter, Peter just goes ahead and says this. A lot of us know this, and I know this is simple, but sometimes being simple gets to the point. That Peter said to them, Repent, be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's your promise. That's the promise that God has put down for you and for all of us. You know, all of us might have the Holy Ghost here, but there's somebody you know that don't. All we have to do is show them this scripture and tell them there's a promise for you. All you got to do is receive it. And the promise is unto you and your children and to all, here we go, all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words that he testify and exhort, saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation we have to understand when peter was preaching it was of god but you also have to remember that god was in control of the whole situation the whole time god can be in control of your whole situation as we dwell together here as we dwell together somewhere else but as a whole we have to understand that unity is a big factor especially of us men coming together like we did last night, like we were this morning. When, I, when, when he gave me this, we came off our retreat, and it was a show that I was coming down the mountain, and God was just pouring this to me. And I'm thinking, holy smokes. And I couldn't stop and write it down. I'm like driving. Well, then he twisted it on me a little bit. He gave me the same, but he twisted a little bit on how I started because he wanted me to, to focalize on the dwell and the unity. And when he gave me this, when he gave me the, the, the title for this, and, and when he gave me everything, when we first started talking about this, this was going to be a little few people up in the White Mountains. We got to thinking, and we both felt 
But I think there's more to this. I think there's more to this and more people need to hear this. And a lot of people couldn't make it up there. I called, we called Brother Sanson and he, I told him what we were going to do. And he said, that is perfect. I'm not saying it was him that knew it, but I believe right there gave, me, gave us confirmation what we need to do. To bring it here so all of you could be here. I want to raise your hands. How many of you work on Friday? How many of you work Friday? How many of you could have left work on Friday and took off? Like four out of probably the 20 or so that lift their hands. Do you know what that tells me? That tells me God was in this, and it tells me that God wanted us to dwell together, but the only way to do that was to bring all of us here at this appointed time for this appointed position. Last night, Brother Sanson was preaching, and yes, he did bring his boxing gloves out, and he was throwing down. But I believe that it was a respect thing, and what he told us and what, he, and what God gave him to give us is what we needed. I know a lot of you went home thinking about it. We few of us stayed here last night all night, and we're back in the annex, and we talked about that. We talked about it made us think on different things of scenarios, what we did with not saying you're a bad person, but with your kids, with your wife. You don't mean to be that way sometimes. It just happens. The stress builds up. But it made me think, can they all come to me? I need to make sure and stand to make sure I know that that can happen. Because it takes the unity of your family to dwell together also. There are so many wicked things in this world that can steer you the wrong way. That can direct you the wrong way. That can take you to the wrong places. Have the wrong friends. But if we all look around here tonight, today, all of us are united together as friends. And I know there was more that wanted to come and couldn't make it. And I understand that. There will be another one. I promise. I don't know if it will be like this. Hopefully it's God moves more. I don't know. But I can tell you right now, if each and every single one of you don't have each other's phone number, you need to get it. Because this room here, we're Arizona, and I believe Arizona is on the map, I believe, this year. If you haven't been to a, if you haven't been to a church camp, you, uh, the senior camp, you're missing. Some of you can't go. Some of you can go for certain reasons, and, but it's, it'll make you think how Arizona thinks. It'll make you think how Arizona God is working in Arizona and how we are on the map. God is here. I believe we have several daughter works going on, but that only happens because God's working for us to be a unified person, a unified district. We are all together. I've never been to a, to a district where everybody is unified. Everybody's thinking on the same page. We all get together. There's no bickering. Do you know why that is? We're in God's will. We dwell together among brethren for love one another, to be unified together, to dwell together. But we have to Stay together. Not because when we leave this door, when you guys all walk out that door and you go back to eat together, when you leave there, you still got to call one another. If he's on your mind, call him. You have to make sure that you stay in touch with the person around you, in front of you, and beside you. There are some that are not going to be here. We need to be in touch with them too. There's going to be new converts. We need to be in touch with them too. 
We won't turn nobody away for no other reason because that's what we're here for. We're not here for ourselves. We're here for what God wants us to do. And God wants us to save each and everybody in this world. No, it might not happen, but we got to try. It's like Brother Caldwell says. He's not here today, but it's like he says. I want you to try to outgive God. Just once. You can't do it. I tried. But try once to outdo God and win as many as you can. How's that going to turn out? I'm going to tell you how it's going to turn out. You can do your best. You're going to win a lot of them, but you're not going to win them all. But the ones you do win are the ones that are going to stay, and the ones that are going to be unity with you and dwell with you. Getting ready to close. In 1 Peter 3 and 8, it says, Finally be all in one mind, having compassion one another, love as brethren. Be pitiful, be courageous. And it says, now I beseech you, brethren, this is 1 Corinthians 1 and 10. I found this one, and I was, this, one was a, this one was really on my heart when God gave it to me, and I'm like, man. But it says, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you all speak the same thing, that there all be no division among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. He's telling us in black and white what we need to do. All we have to do is do what we did here this morning and last night. Be unified. Dwell together. I looked up a couple things. And I come up with this. We have it in black and white. It's dwell, unity, and love each other. That's what really stuck out to me when I was going through this and, and over my mind and, and making sure I was on the right track. And I, sometimes you question yourself. And I questioned myself. I was like, man, are you sure? But then when everything, like, it's like Brother Sanson last night, this place was just, God was here. Right when the song started. I mean, it was just, it was a relief. And then everything just fell into place. Everything just fell right where it needed to be. The message last night, whatever we're going to hear today from Brother Sanson, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be in place of God because God is in this 100%. I'm going to close. I'm going I'm to go back to Acts 2.38. And Peter said to them, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That right there brings all of us together. We dwell because we need the Holy Ghost or to be refilled and be touched by God. And we unite together for the same reason. We always do it in the same place. We might do it when we're eating. We might do it when we're having service. We might do it when we're doing a youth service. We might do it when we're at a camp meeting. We might do it wherever we're doing, we're doing it together. As many times as I've been to camp doing the food, I, can, I can't even count my hands how unorganized or how anybody didn't love one another or help each other out. We stay together unified. We work together unified. We pray together unified. We worship together unified. We just got to remember tonight when we leave here that we stay unified and we dwell together no matter where it's at. Sometimes we can't get there and we understand that. Sometimes we can. But the purpose in my life is right now is anytime I can make it to be wherever I need to be, I try to go there. 
Yes, life happens. We understand that. But God called us to be unified, to love one another, to dwell together. So we should have these last two days being together. We should be unified together as much as we can. But if you don't know that person, get to know that person. How about when you go back here and eat? We Let's do some table hopping. Let's talk to somebody you don't know. Talk to somebody you might know. Get numbers you don't have. And let's talk. Let's be together. As I'm closing, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to keep you any longer. I told myself I wouldn't go over 30 minutes, but it's 24 minutes and I'm going to be done. I want everybody in here to know that I appreciate them coming. Every pastor, every preacher, every person in here. Because without you coming and supporting this, we would still have church, but it means a lot to me as a person to unite together with you. To look forward to many of the more of these if we can, just because we can get together and hang out. We're in service together. Brother, what's your name? Yes. What is it? Jonathan. I love your worship. Don't ever get rid of that worship, brother. That worship is going to keep you and save you in this forever. Don't follow the breadcrumbs. Stay in it. God's with you and God wants to use you. There's others in here that God wants to use, but you have to accept it. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And I feel that the Holy Ghost wants to tell somebody that if you're depressed, that if you need something, you need somebody to talk to. There's always somebody else to talk to, but always talk to God. Don't go take the other, the low road out of here. Shut that up, old old. Depression and confusion is in this house right now. It's the devil will confuse you and the devil will try to depress you because he's steering you away for what God wants you to do right now. You're here for a reason, and the reason is because you believe in him and he believes in you. The devil has no position in your life right now. He thinks he does. But I'm going to tell you right now, he did. I don't know who I'm talking to. There might be a couple of them, but I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, today. But he's in here, and he's trying to trick you out those breadcrumbs out that door right now. Reverse it. Because God is with you right now. God is here. He's telling you right now. Stay strong and stay look he to what you're doing and what you know and what you've been taught so far. Some of you are new converts. I don't know who it is. He's, he's trying to direct you the right way. You think you can't see it, but it's right there. Just ask him. He'll show it to you. And I might be out of order. I don't know, but I believe if, if you need something... And it and it it could be depression, it could be, it could be confusion, it could be just you need a touch. You can come up here and we'll and we'll pray for you. If it takes a little bit more time, I'm okay with it. 
But I want God to be able to do what he wants to do in here. I don't want God to be, you left this away. You didn't follow the direction. I'm going to follow his direction, whatever he gives me. And the direction is whoever needs to come up here, please come up here. If there's some up here praying, come up here and pray with them. They need something. They need a unity right now. They need what you need. They need what you got. Help them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 